Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the show. On this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing everything Blackened. We'll go through the history of the distillery, current news, and of course, our personal favorite aspect of the show, the tasting. With me, as always, is my intrepid and brilliant co-host, Andy Kleshik. Andy, how are you doing on this fine Saturday afternoon? You know, not much. Not too bad. Not much is going on. Just sitting here and getting ever closer to closing date on my house i love it that's just a big event i'm pitching hard folks i'm pitching hard to get andy to watch billions the tv yeah. show from showtime all the way through um or you know even just get, get started on it and it was kind of it kind of worked out it was very fortuitous because we were looking uh into i was playing some metallica music because i really wanted to get us in the right mind space get us in the mood for this, for this black and whiskey because uh, as you're going to find out here soon metallica is a big part of that uh, that brand, and of course, Metallica is they, their music is consistently played in Billions. Uh, the main character at Bobby Axelrod wears Metallica T-shirts all the time, and uh, they actually make a couple guest appearances in the show. So I was showing Andy that I wanted to get him into Billions. <laughs> I wanted to get him in the mindset for yeah. the Black End episode, and myself as well. So we're playing Metallica, watching Metallica. So you know, really just kind of hanging out and having a good time, and get ready to drink some whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So without further ado, Andy, why don't we just jump right on in? Tell the folks everything they need to know about Blackened Whiskey. Of course. Blackened, as you just mentioned, uh, John, it's the first um, celebrity whiskey we're gonna, we've ever done. Probably won't be the last one we'll ever do, but the first one that we'll do. Have you ever had any before, Andy? This is, I think, the first time. I mean, I know you, you have the bottle. You bought it a while back, but I think this is the first time I've had the chance to try it. Um... And so, you know, being the first celebrity whiskey, um, you know, as you mentioned, Metallica has a huge uh, hand in everything going on here, not just the inspiration for a lot of it, um, the, like the name and everything in it, but also the fact that they're the celebrities backing this whiskey. Uh, of course, the other big name, the other half of this um, equation to the whiskey is... Uh, you know, the master distiller or former master distiller, he's no longer with us. He died about three, four years ago. Oh, bummer. <clears throat> uh, Dave Pickerel of Maker's Mark and Whistlepig fame. A real um, icon in the industry. Oh, yeah. Huge icon in the industry. Everybody knows him, liked him, respected him at we were bare just, minimum. We were just shooting the shit earlier about him and, and all of his accomplishments, but I didn't realize that he had passed away. Yeah, yeah, it was something like really, really, like I said, in like the last three or four-ish years, I want to say like new uh you know i don't remember exactly why or how he passed away uh but you know it was a very very tragic thing considering how well renowned at least in the american whiskey and more specifically bourbon right whiskey launch, industry he was helping launch <clears throat> whistle pig getting helping launch black end being a major Making influence makers at makers what it for is. Yeah. all those years that's that's insane uh very talented it's uh too bad we lost him yeah 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 it's definitely Sad we lost him too soon. <clears throat> but, you know, it was kind of collaborative forces between both of them. Um, you know, a guy in the whiskey space, and more specifically bourbon primarily, you know, pushing the boundaries there, you know, collaborating with a metal band or grunge band that is, uh, you know, one of the biggest bands ever. I don't know anybody 
who at least doesn't know the name Metallica, even if you don't listen to their music. Right, they're super <laughs> famous. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and so, you know, they collaborated on it. It's something that, it's a blend, all of theirs are blended uh, whiskeys between both bourbons and rice, although it's primarily a bourbon blend. Uh, I forget the exact proportions that they use, but it's, they mix heavy bourbon and then also rye blend. Love it. Um, <clears throat> to create all their products that we'll go into in a second. Um, and then it's something that they kind of, once it's aging, um, or they kind of do like a final maturation process in separate barrels, um, they have a very, very unique um, process that they do there that I don't know. As far as I know, they're the only brand that does this in a Ross, any alcohol. Okay. Um, and of course, it starts off by selecting the right whiskeys and everything. But, um, and they have like each batch playlist um, that they do. They have several different like batch releases that they create. Um, but then once they have like that batch fine-tuned from a bourbon or a whiskey perspective they place those into blackened uh, brandy casks for final aging um and then during the aging process which i think they do it for a couple years um they um it's not a very not a very old or you know long aged whiskey it sounds yeah yeah well they only kind of do like i think it's more finishing more than like when i say maturation i think it's more finishing because i think it's again a sourced a like sourced bourbons and rye that have already been matured for a while and then they just kind of do finishing to create their own unique take on it gotcha gotcha um and so once it's in those brandy casks they uh use a like i said a unique process I think they're the only, like I said, brand that uses this process. Um, hmm. They actually blast the barrels with Metallica's music <laughs> through a um, black noise sound system, uh, and it's something that I guess the system. When I when I did research on it, it's something like they have created it along with like Metallica's music, obviously, to basically hit at the right sound frequencies to open the pores of the wood in the barrels just like a little bit more to allow the whiskey to penetrate just a little bit deeper into the wood soak up some of those wood caramels everything in it um just get a little bit more depth of flavor breadth of it and everything love it um oh yeah i love it too it's unique idea that's such a fun that's such a fun process and yeah, it'll be interesting to, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we'll ever be able to prove whether it actually has an effect or not on the quality of the whiskey, but that, I mean, it's just so unique it's, and fun. It's you unique to try. You can't yeah. help but love that. At least I can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's definitely a unique process. I mean, as a process of like, even if it doesn't work, it's worth at least trying. Right. In my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um, why not? Yeah. It might, may not, may do it, may not do it. Oh, well, let's try. Right. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's something that supposedly, according to their science and everything, it's supposed to open up the barrels and affect the whiskey at, like, a molecular level, level literally. Um, wow. 
and just cause more interaction to get some more flavor and everything into the whiskey. Um, you know, which ends up coming out in three different main um, products that they have. The Blackened American Whiskey, which is, I believe, what we're trying today. Yep. Then they have uh, Blackened Batch 112 Cask Strength. Okay. Which is the, I think the 112 is the cask strength. Uh, and then their batch releases, um, which each batch that they have in that release series, uh, Metallica then more or less, I think of their existing music at least, curate a playlist and a CD to correlate with that specific batch to but try we, and... But we don't know which CD they're playing? Um, no, they have like... Each batch has its own CD that they actually release alongside the oh, whiskey. Wow. Uh, if you look on their website, at least that's the indication I got um, was that like each one has a corresponding CD that was supposed to try and influence like the hand carried CD and playlist was selected because like that was a musical inspiration that they used in creating that whiskey and gotcha. that batch. And I think might even have been the playlist and CD that they used in the maturation process with those black noise machines and everything uh, that we were talking about earlier. Gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, you know, it's it's something kind of pioneers in both sides. Uh, you know, the music industry, the whiskey industry, combining to see can music affect whiskey uh, more so than just, oh, hey, here's the environment we're in. Like, which one are you going to buy? Right. You're going to drink. I like it. Based on your mood. So, yeah, it's an interesting process. It's, you know, it's, uh, as a, we both said, you know, who knows if it really works, but cool marketing play at least. Right. <laughs> uh, if nothing else. So. I love it. Yeah. Cool. Cool bottle. Uh, very tall. A lot of black, of course. Uh, yeah. It goes with the, with the name. White writing. Black. Um, black labeling and everything. Black label. Black, black topper. Yeah. Bat, this is batch 109, uh, 45% alcohol, the volume, 90 proof, of course. Um, super excited about this one. Yeah. Are we ready for the tasting, Andy? I'm sure as heck ready for it. All righty, let's jump right in. Pour yourselves a glass of the blackened whiskey here, folks. They're, they're you know, their main uh, American whiskey, and we're going to dive right into the tastings. All right, folks, now that we've poured a glass of the blackened whiskey, a blend of straight whiskeys finished in a black brandy casks. We are going to go ahead and dive right into the tastings. Of course, as always, we're going to start with the nose. What are you getting, Andy? Very ethanol and alcohol forward on it for me. Um, I do get that as well. Very inoffensive. Yep. Like, it's, it's, there's not a lot of notes there. And maybe that was intentionally by design, but it's like, it's the, any flavors on the nose outside of like the some wood and oak and some maybe what was related to brandy and um you know those ethanol flavors outside of that very muted nose for a 90 proofer i'm mainly picking up on the the brown a little bit of brown sugar and and a little bit and that's what I'm really. Those are the really other than the ethanol, the brown sugar and oak are pretty much the only uh, notes I'm getting. Yeah, same honestly. here. Now that you say brown sugar, maybe that's what I'm picking up a bit there with the brandy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's go ahead and give it a taste, everyone. 
I'm getting similar similar notes on the, as well. Um, a lot. Of, I'm still getting a lot of brown sugar and oak in the taste. Yeah, same here. A little bit of vanilla, some baking spice. That's mainly what I pick it up. It's not too yeah. complex, but it's definitely interesting. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I would agree with you there. It's not too complex, but it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, frankly, kind of knowing the backstory, I would have expected more from yeah. it. Just I think know, it's that they're a, hyping up. I the, think the problem is exactly yeah. what you're saying is the hype where it's such exactly. an interesting backstory. And it's such a unique and interesting brand that you want it to be so good in the palate. Like you want it to be such high quality. Yeah. And it's almost like it can't live up to the hype. Exactly. Yeah. But it is really good. Yeah. Exa- I mean, exactly. Like it's not a bad brand. Like I've definitely had worse bourbons oh, and whiskeys. Sure. I mean, I've, I'm this far but, through it. Yeah, um, you're like I'm, I'm, I'm 70% almost, through. Yeah, I'm probably 70% through the bottle. Uh, I like it a lot, obviously. I will say, though, and I don't know that I can... I'm not blaming this on Blackened, because I don't I don't know that it is... Um, I don't know if there's actually a, actually a correlation um, there, or a causation even. But I will say, every time I've drank Blackened, this Blackened whiskey, I have woken up with a pretty nasty hangover. Really? So I don't know if they're connected. It could just be that I'm drinking Blackened, and I start fucking rocking out to Metallica, and I just am jamming and having fun and drinking a shit yeah. ton, and I get wasted. I don't know. Um, but I will say it has left me with a mean hangover before a couple times. So I'd be interested yeah. to see if uh, anyone else has had that experience yeah. as well. So, but it is very, very uh, high quality. I'll say that. Yeah, it, it's good. But I feel like with the hype, there's could be a next level, I, especially I, with the process they put it through. I completely agree, and uh, hopefully that is something that we will uh, we'll see a little in the, in we'll the near future. There's always room for improvement. Uh, this is a great whiskey, though, and I'm hoping we will see see some improvement. Yep. For sure. All right, folks, that's it from us this week. Make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, listen to every episode of Distilled Discussions. We really appreciate all your love, support, and we even appreciate the haters sometimes. Make sure as you long as you give constructive criticism. Exactly, which many times they do not. But hey, I'll even I'll even take I'll take it I'll take whatever I can get. Um, uh, if anyone's listening, even they hate us, I'll I'll take it, folks. But we really guys we really do appreciate your support. Uh, have a great week. Make sure you pour yourself another whiskey, and don't worry, America. We'll be here to drink with you next week.